Welcome to another VIT podcast. In this podcast, we talk to casual relief teacher Sue Ross about how she got into casual relief teaching, how she approaches her role, what she enjoys about it, how she meets her professional practice requirements, and some handy tips for casual relief teachers out there. Hope you enjoy listening. So, Sue, what's your career background and what led you to choose casual relief teaching as a career option? Well, as a young graduate in the mid-1980s, I did work for five years as a full-time secondary commerce teacher, teaching senior economics and legal studies, some middle school commerce, consumer education and careers, and computer studies. And then after that five-year position, I decided to make a change and actually left teaching and spent 15 years um, working in office administration and desktop publishing roles. So it was in 2006 when I decided to return to the world of teaching. So the first thing was to organise my VIT registration. Uh, Once that came through, I contacted some local secondary schools and was basically offered CRT work immediately, like the next day. And then from a few days of working as a CRT, I was offered a short-term contract teaching Year 11 accounting and business management. Um, During that time, another school that I had been in contact with um, offered me a short-term contract for the second semester um, teaching BCE Legal Studies and Sociology. So it was quite challenging Mm. to just fall back into teaching after 15 years of being away from teaching and then to have these extraordinary opportunities and experiences. Like All my Year 12 students passed their... BCE Legal Studies that year, so it was Great. quite a yeah. highlight. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was very rewarding. Yeah. Um, for the next two years, I basically worked privately with four secondary schools as a casual relief teacher. And during that time, I completed three short term contracts in two different schools, um, teaching a variety of subjects the commerce based subjects, legal studies, accounting, also some English, which was a new experience for me. I actually taught year seven, year eight. Uh, year 10 and year 11 English for one term Um, and some geography and history was in those allotments as well Um, so my teaching career had sort of taken off um, and then I decided to apply for a position working with young African refugee 15 to 25 year old females in a small learning centre in Footscray Um, I worked with this organisation for two years was a very rewarding but very challenging role. Yeah. Um, after that experience, I had a big th- thought about changing my whole lifestyle and my love for travel and the desire not to have a full-time work commitment took me back to casual, rete- casual relief teaching work. Um, so I basically decided that I would travel for terms one and three and be available to teach in terms two and four. Um, so thought I'd tackle it a little bit differently this time and I contacted some agencies and I ended up signing up with one of the agencies and they were very happy to support me to work with them for only half the year. Um, Through that agency I could also gain um, experience working in primary schools. So that was a totally new teaching experience because prior to this agency I'd only worked in secondary schools. Oh yeah, right. like I do remember my first prep class assignment and the daunting thought of controlling, you know, 20 
five five-year-olds for five hours. <laughs> anyway, how was I going to survive? But it was a very busy day and a memorable day, memorable day as well. Um, I worked with this particular agency for four years and travelled twice a year as planned. Um, I worked in about 20 different schools. I was constantly learning from other teachers that I was lucky to work with and developed, was able to develop my skills as a, in the primary area for CRT work. Um, I really enjoyed the challenge, challenges and the rewards of each unique day. Mm. Um, in my fourth year working with this agency, I was actually offered a short-term teaching contract to teach Indonesian to preps, ones, twos and threes. Um, Indonesia being the country I spend most of my time in when I'm away from Melbourne, I have developed some good basic language skills and great cultural and geographical knowledge to bring into the classroom. Um, for the past three years I've worked privately as a CRD, CRT sorry, with this same school, yeah. um, travelling twice a year as planned. So overall, I have been working as a CRT for 11 years. Right. And the last eight years has included travelling twice a year and then being available to work for half the year. So I do feel for me that I have achieved my dream life. <laughs> Absolutely. Great. Thank you. Okay, so how do you meet your requirements for renewal, your days of teaching and your hours of PD? Well, I currently teach approximately 70 to 80 days per year. Right. So I do meet the 20-day VIT teaching requirement easily. Um, I source the 20 hours of PD from a variety of organisations. Um, for example, I have completed PD workshops with my current school. I've had two, was lucky to be invited to two full day um, workshops. They were digital learning conference ICT workshops with key and keynote speakers. Mm. Um, I've also worked with, done some sessions through ANZ UK or ANZ Education um, which is one of the teacher recruitment agencies I haven't actually worked with ANZ Education but I have been able to join their, some of their PD sessions right. paid for the service hmm. um, for example they do have some that focus directly to um, or they had some that focused directly to CRTs, CRT Toolbox. Mm. This was more of an open for all staff, understanding, practising and promoting positive behaviour. Um, another organisation that I found some interesting sort of workshops was a company called Reminds, and it's an organisation that provides training programs for teachers and parents, and it focuses on development strategies for children with learning difficulties. Oh, yeah. Um, another organisation that I've done some courses with was in Think Professional Training. Um, they provided practical insights and strategies that support student engagement. Um, I also did an interesting workshop late, which was called Understanding the Needs of Learners with Disabilities and Special Needs. Um, I did do a certificate first aid that could all, anaphylaxic training that can be used for PD. I've completed online courses. Um, one of them, for example, through the Victorian Education and Training website was mandatory reporting and other obligations. I did a 20-hour inclusion online program this year, Understanding Dyslexia and Significant Difficulties Reading. Mm. And my last thing that I found was the CRTPD.com website. 
um, which yeah. is linked with, I think, Teacher Learning Network and the Union, Australian Education Union yeah. and VIT, I think. Yes, yeah. They yeah. have um, recorded um, webinars, webinars hmm. one-hour webinars. I've done about seven of them recently, this term. Right. Um, for example, great topics, they're... they're totally for CRTs. Yes. Really good information. Handling challenging behaviour in the heat at the moment was one. Informal feedback strategies. Top 10 tips for inclusive practice. Adding physical activity to an upper primary classroom and developing public speaking skills for secondary students were the ones that I chose. So Mm. Mm. there's a lot of different topics there. Yeah. They're not sure if that will be continuing. Hopefully it will be. Uh, Yes. It's a great free resource and they're really very good um, PD sessions. Yeah. Very valuable. So basically what I do a few times a year, I search on the internet looking for PD opportunities. First of all, seeking relevant and free sessions if I can find them. Otherwise, the relevant and not too costly sessions. Um, And then mixed with some professional reading, um, you can add up your hour, add up the hours until twenty hours is reached, yep. and then you can relax yes. for the next year. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, yeah. Certainly an impressive list, and hopefully, um, uh, people listening that that'll give them um, some tips. So uh, that's really good. Um, so, any handy hints or advice you'd give to teachers who might choose CRT as an option? Well, my advice would be to either choose an agency to connect with or to work directly with maybe a local school. The bigger the school, the more CRT opportunities. I personally prefer to work with either just one agency or one school, mainly because I'm not great at saying no, Hmm. so I do prefer to avoid the stress of a double-up of job offers offers for the same day. However, I have met many other CRTs who do work for more than one agency or with an agency and privately with with a school, um, and they manage to juggle their job appointments without any stress. So it is really a personal decision as to how you'd like to set up your CRT employment opportunities. Hmm. Um, another handy, another advice is when you do go to the schools to chat with teachers, other CRTs, um, other workers in the school, read all the information that's provided. Um, so that you can gain you know, a good understanding of the school, the school values, the discipline policies, mm. maybe like people that to contact if you need to get help, um, have a bag of reliable resources, some you know, top ideas, activities, games, warm-up sort of things that you know students like and that's suited to different ages so you can engage students and mm. just get some rapport mm. and just yeah, get some rapport and connection with your students um, to start your day and to start each lesson. Also, make sure you do have some strategies to cope with difficult behaviour yeah. because as a CRT, you will definitely be challenged and yes. um, you will have to deal with disrupt- disruptive students mm. and students being the class clowns and um, <laughs> yes. all that sort of thing. I yeah. think, you know, CRTs, we, we're, in a way, we're uh, a bright light to some students. They will see a CRT, walk in the room, and they can have some relief from their mm. teacher, their real teacher, as they might uh, say yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, but we just have to go with that flow. But make sure you do have some strategies and ideas. 
um, of how to cope with some difficult behaviour. Don't take any difficult behaviour or naughty students' behaviours personally either. Right. That's mm. a definite one. Mm. Um, access as many relevant PD sessions that, as you can that will assist you to develop um, skills that are useful for CRTs. Mm. So how do you go about getting work? And again, in this sort of area, have you got any advice for other CRTs? Um, well, I've worked directly with schools, and what I did was I basically rang schools. I asked for the daily organiser, or I asked how did the school employ CRTs, their CRTs. Um, if some schools would say they have a local um, database and other schools work mainly with um, an agency. However, that was in the... I think nowadays, though, there's more schools that work with agencies than have a local database. Mm. Um, so to work directly with schools, I just contacted schools and managed to... I sent a CV to the schools, directed to the daily organiser, and um, a cover note with what I was looking with the work that I would like to have. Mm. Um, I've also worked with two agencies as well. Um, so my advice um, would be to, depending whether you would like to do agency work or try to work just with one local school, agencies, one agency, but you'll go to lots of different schools. Like when I worked with the agency, I went to the, one agency, about 20 schools. Oh. Another agency, I did only work for them for a short time but I went to about five different schools hmm. it's a great way of learning and seeing what's going on I think we're quite lucky actually as CRTs to go to lots of schools yeah so there are definite advantages you know um, working with the agencies if you want to go to lots of schools hmm. they will send you out to all the schools if you just want to work with one school and become more familiar with the students the teachers um, again it's just a personal preference each person might be looking for different things and have different strengths hmm. in their, and reasons for doing their CRT work. Okay, so you talked about how uh, you like to work with one school. So um, I guess this kind of leads into my next question, question which is about building relationships with um, potential employers. How do you go about doing that? You know, like I'm sure that must be a challenge for a new CRT to mm. feel like they're getting their foot in the door some way. What you know? How's what's your sort of approach to that? Um, I suppose get to know the school, like that the schools that you that you are looking. If you're interested in getting maybe a potential full time allotment job at a school, mm. then. Um, very important to get to know the teachers in the school, get to know the school, the policies and how the school operates. Um, maybe showing interest in helping out for even for the school's extracurricular activities. Uh, take an interest and follow the programs of the different year levels or the different subjects and really know what that school and how they're teaching a certain unit what books they're studying for English, mm. ideas like that. So you get to know the school. Um, become familiar, Try to become familiar to your students. Um, try to develop positive connections with the school community. Always a good idea to get to know some students' names. 
Yes. I mean, you can use your yard duty time to even, you know, talk to some students that you might have had in your class and things like that. Yeah. Um, just keep a really positive attitude. Enjoy the challenges and the rewards um, of your position, which is a special position as a CRT in the school. And that's it. Thanks to Sue Ross and thank you for listening. There were some valuable insights there and I hope that they prove useful for you in your work.